I have a confession to make. I'm unemployable. It's true. Sad, but true. After running my own company for years, taking the responsibility and the risks and reaping the rewards, I'll never, ever be a good employee again. I wasn't actually all that great of an employee when I was employed, so today I'm certain I'd make whomever hired me absolutely miserable. But that isn't to say creating an agency has been easy. It's not. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. And it certainly is lots easier to work for someone. And just when you get good at something, the business changes and you have to learn something new. But it's also the best employment for me. And it could be for you as well. Today, we're talking about what it takes to be an entrepreneur and how to scale a business. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast, everyone. After talking about running virtual organizations, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about some of the strategies and realities of starting and scaling a business. Many people start businesses because they're really good at their craft. Often they have a different way of doing things and they want to be in control of delivering better service, better results, better creative, or something else that's just better. So they go out on their own, starting by freelancing and selling their services. But there's a hard limit to how much you can grow on your own. After all, time cannot be duplicated. Trust me, I've tried. At a certain point, you need to hire people to help you, either as employees or contractors. And that often means you're suddenly an agency that can solve more and bigger problems for more clients. That's a key difference between scaling an organization that can exist and thrive without your direct day-to-day involvement and a lifestyle business that's a great job you create for yourself and maybe a handful of other people. There isn't anything wrong with either approach. I talk to lots and lots of agency owners who say they don't want to have more than five employees ever. And you can't blame them. People are hard. But you do have to decide if you're scaling an agency or if you want a lifestyle business that allows you, well, to have a life. Because there are different skills you need for each kind of business. If you're going to scale an agency, you need to be able to manage money, be a self-starter, be able to network and take risks, be excellent at sales, communicate effectively, have high emotional intelligence, lead and develop people, the list of skills goes on and on. Depending on the type of business you're running and the different skills of your existing team or partners, you'll need to work on and hone different abilities. Most of them can be learned and improved over time, and you'll need them all. You can check out our blog post on the 10 key traits of a successful entrepreneur for more information, which you'll also find in the show notes of this episode. When I started my agency, I had come from a toxic environment. The agency wasn't toxic, but the person who ran our profit center, whoo-hoo, Nellie, she was. She would send emails and actually print out memos to put on our desk that were, well, let's say mean at best. That was a time in my life that we would work 10 hours a day on client stuff and be 100% billable and then spend another six or seven hours a day on new business. Ah, to be in your 20s again. I once drove home at 2 a.m. and was so exhausted, I got pulled over for drunk driving. Once the cop realized how tired I was, he escorted me home. The next morning, I walked into the office to find one of those memos sitting on my desk. To say it was crushing is putting it mildly. But I thought that's how you communicated bad news. So when I started my agency and was, quote, leading, end quote, people leading, I did the same. 
it never occurred to me that the reason those memos made me feel so crappy is because it was a terrible way to communicate. It wasn't until a managing supervisor we had hired pulled me into my office, closed the door and said, these email bombs you throw into people's inboxes in the middle of the night are not okay. When she said that, that's when I realized I had it all wrong. I immediately asked friends for recommendations on books to read, and the best one I found was Crucial Conversations. I absorbed that book and immediately changed my ways. To this day, any bad news or hard conversation happens in person or on Zoom chat, never, ever in writing. Now, to scale an agency, you'll need the skills of an entrepreneur, but you'll also need some know-how and abilities that are specific to growing an agency. Growing an agency means you take on more work than you could do alone, have team members you trust to fulfill their obligations to high standards, offer solutions to big problems, and clients trust that you can make them work, step out of the day-to-day and let your team do what they do, spend more of your time developing your people and your pipeline. And doing all of that in an increasingly competitive environment means you need to be able to adapt and innovate so your agency stays current. Some of the ways you could keep in mind to do that are keep as up-to-date as you can with technology tools and trends. You need to have the latest information about the newest tools and how to use them effectively. Invest in talent retention. You can't grow if you're retraining key staff every two years. Find great people, develop them, and make it worth their while to stay with you. Prioritize your own inbound marketing. This is often overlooked by a surprising number of companies. They create amazing marketing plans for their clients, but rely on word of mouth for new business. This is not sustainable. Create a scalable infrastructure. You need to have systems, documentation, answers to questions, procedures, and policies. It sounds boring, but there needs to be a source of information outside of you if you're going to get anything done in a day other than answer questions. And finally, embrace failure. This is a hard one for a lot of people. It sucks to fail. It feels bad. But if it never happens, it means you're not trying enough new things or taking enough risk. If you're not failing from time to time, I guess you're not growing either. Last year was interesting for us. We were coming off a crazy successful 30-day communications challenge, and we just knew people had gotten so much value from that. They couldn't wait to join the PR Dream Team, our paid membership community. At the end of the challenge, we personally invited everyone to take advantage of an annual discount and join us. Three people joined us out of 2003. I was so frustrated We know how much value is in the PR dream team, but for some reason, we weren't articulating it correctly. So I went away and licked my wounds while also discussing with some smart friends. One friend said, why can't you just take what you teach in your mastermind, distill it down to eight weeks and sell that? Oh, right. I guess I could. So we set out to do exactly that. And I made a list of 20 VIPs to beta test it with us. 10 of them joined us and we were well on our way. Today, our agency owner program is 77% of our business, and I can see very clearly how we're going to grow and scale that, all while serving our peers. It doesn't matter where you are in the growth of your agency, thinking about going out on your own in the middle of it, or you've been around for years, it's always a good time to work on your own professional development. I have a great friend and client who always says, why would I try this on my own when you've already made the mistakes and will end up saving me money? Amen, sister. 
That's all for this week. What skills have you taken from your previous work into doing your own thing? Find us on Twitter at SpinSucks or let us know in the SpinSucks community at SpinSucks.com slash Spin hyphen Sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash Spin hyphen Sucks hyphen community. Next time, tune in for a healthy discussion about one of the best parts of our industry, creativity. I'll see you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the SpinSucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 